On with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Often Imitated, Never Duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am the nerd, and the other half will be here after the intro. And the reason why is because last night was, as you guys all know, unless you've been living under a rock, it was election night, which means a lot of people went to do the, uh, you know, the voting at their local polls. I went as well yesterday. Don't have to tell you how I voted, obviously. You guys should already know. Voted red right down the board, and our guy here in South Carolina, McMaster, won. So, thankfully, we are going to be safe for another two years at minimum, hopefully, here in South Carolina. Can't say the same for everywhere else, though. And just to say disappointment is an understatement, to be honest with you. And I'm not even angry. I'm not mad. It's just I'm just disappointed, you know, because we're a nation of 30, you know, 330 million people. And you have to think that we were all living at the same time two years ago when this whole COVID thing, or two and a half years, three years ago, I don't even know. It feels like fucking forever that this COVID shit started. And for me, that was the main thing that turned me against the left as hard as I've gone the past couple of years. It's just the fact that these people forced people to stay in their homes, um, starved you out of house and home. A lot of people were homeless, jobless suffering, miserable. Um, it's just, it's absolutely insane. They forced fucking, oh yeah, let's not forget, they forced fucking poison heart attack shots in your goddamn bodies and didn't even care, no remorse. They laughed about it. They made TikTok and you don't stop, stop videos about it. They were doing all sorts of crazy things. They vilified you, wouldn't let you go to the goddamn movie theater. You couldn't hold your grandfather's hand, your father's hand, your mother's hand, your sister, your brother, your son, your daughter, whoever the hell died in the hospital due to the COVID-19 or whatever they tried to blame COVID-19 on as the cause of death, no matter what it was, you couldn't get medical care. You couldn't be in the hospital room as people died alone. And it's, it's very sad that you don't have these last memories of your loved ones. And a lot of this happened in blue states. I mean, most of it happened in New York. That was, you know, fucking the, the mecca of the United States of America at one point. Now it's just a fucking shithole that no one respects because it's nothing but fucking crime and garbage and filth. And yet these people there fucking voted Kathy Holchel back in with a, you know, like I think she won a little bit less than 6% she won by, which is still significant, but small for New York standards. I mean, some people stood up finally and voted against it, but the crime's already done. You got that piece of shit, you got Schumer still in there, and it's like, what's going to happen to New York City? And at this point, I don't give a fuck. You guys voted these fucking idiots in, and you guys have to live with the fucking repercussions. You, you know what they should do? They should have a federal fucking law where if you voted for these scumbags in the fucking state that you lived in, you can't leave that state. You have to stay and live with that shit. You can't move to another state and ruin that one, too. You need to fucking stay. That should be it. Like, it should be on your passport what you voted as. You voted as a Democrat or you fucking stay in a Democrat state. You can't, you're not allowed in Republican states. I think that's the point we're going to have to get to here. These people that voted for these fucking idiots there obviously voted for the wrong person. That's number one. And number two, you're voting for the people that want to cause nothing but pain, despair, and hurt amongst your fellow people. 
So I have no sympathy for you, and I feel like you should live with your repercussions and your choices that you made. That's just the way it should be. And that may be the way that we're going here at this point. I mean, that's the best way to do a national divorce is everyone stay the fuck where they are and don't leave, don't interact, don't mingle with each other. We're at this point now where it's like we're so fucking divisive and everything is so up front and center in the news. It, it, it affects everything we do in life, these politics now. It's been so freaking polarizing. It's everywhere you look. You can't turn this shit off. But let's just run down here what kind of happened last night. And as of right now, just so you guys kind of know exactly where I'm at with the... Uh, podcast here and the timing of the election and where everything stands so far. I'm just going to give you a quick little rundown here what's happening. So there's three Senate seats left in play, and the Democrats have 48 seats, and the Republicans have 49. There's only 51 needed to have control of the Senate. Problem is, is for the Republicans to get those last two seats, we need Arizona and Georgia to flip, and those are the two that have the most corruption. If you can go back to, you know, two years ago, that's when it all really started. We're probably not going to see anything until a runoff election in December, for Georgia at least, because they are the most shady son of a bitches out there. If you guys remember correctly, two years ago, they used a fucking stimulus check after they starved you people out of house and home to win, you know, Ralphie Warnock's seat. And still, it's just like these people fucking keep voting for these Democrats. I just, it's like someone is beating the shit out of you every single day and taking your lunch money. And instead of, of you know, fighting back, you're, you're asking your mom for more lunch money to give to the bully. It's absolutely crazy. These people do not have your best intentions in mind, but you keep asking for them to come back and keep fucking you over anyway. It's like that fucking uh, movie, I can't remember what the hell it was, where little boys like, May I have some more poetry, please? May I have some more? It's almost like you guys are asking for more torture, more punishment, more suffering, more pain. You guys don't like having good lives. It's absolutely insane. Really fucking weird. You know what it's like? It's like those fucking weird-ass dominatrix people. The people that like that like pain during sex. Something that's supposed to feel great. You guys like pain that makes you feel alive. Maybe that's what these fucking idiots in Georgia or New York and California have. They might have that where they just need pain. They, they, they need to wake up in the morning, not have enough money to pay their bills, not have enough money to eat. But yet they just want to go to the gas station and fucking sit there and swipe their, their credit card and get denied every time they fucking try to do something. Because the people they're voting for are absolute fucking terrorists in this country. The Democrats are fucking horrible people. They're just, they're fucking gone. And I feel like really more than half the country's gone. I mean, you, you look at that. So we got that. We, t- we talked about the Senate here. We got 48 for Democrats, 49 for Republicans. It looks okay so far. I don't have any faith in, in Arizona flipping because Carrie Lake is great. I, I love her to death. I think she's a really good candidate. I like the way she shits on these goddamn reporters. I like the way she really shits on the, the left. And she basically said, I'm coming for you guys for the next you know two terms here. If you guys, if I get in there, I'm going after the media. I'm going after all the bullshit that's going on right now. And you know what? I believe her. And I think they do, too. That's why they dropped millions upon millions of dollars to help her, her, uh, her uh, whoever the hell she's going against, that fucking cunt. But anyway, uh, let's look at the House here. Now, the House is looking pretty promising for the Republicans. We've got 176 House seats for the Democrats and 203 for the Republicans. And the good news is we only need 218 seats and there's 56 House seats left in play. It doesn't matter. We need 15 more House seats. The House will flip, which is the only bright spot, really, of uh, right now is the fact that, you know, at least they can't just push all this shit through. They're going to have to go to the House. They're going to have to go there. They're, they're, they're going to have some pushback on some of this, which is nice. At least that way we can stop some of this crazy shit for another two years. We have some sort of back here, hopefully, as long as these Republicans are on squishes, which I have no faith in that either. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, a lot of these rhinos need to go as well. And 
I don't have any faith in the Republicans, but at least they're not Democrats. And I feel like that's kind of the tone that a lot of people took when it came to voting for Joe dipshit Biden. The few that actually did, the ones that were alive and the ones that actually went to the ballot box and not the ones that were fucking artificially put in by these fucking scumbags that cheated. I think Trump has always been on the ballot, even though he's not. Um, I know a lot of you guys are going to be upset that I'm going to say what I'm about to say, but it's, it needs to be said and it's true. And I'll explain myself if you give me the chance. Trump needs to go. The guy's a fucking cancer. He really is. Um, I used to like him, and then I fell out of favor with him. Not long after the election, when you know people were getting jabbed, and he had nothing to say about it, and the fact that he was the one going out there and telling everyone, "Hey, I, I'm the guy. I'm the one that did this. Me and my fucking Operation Warp Speed. All this other bullshit. Yep, it's yep, it's me. It's like you go to a room full of people, and there's a dead body on the ground." And the cops show up, and they're like, who the hell did it? And no one wants to say anything. So the cops are about to leave, and they're like, all right, well, we can't pin it on somebody. We're just going to walk away. We're not going to investigate or anything. And then you got one dipshit in the back saying, I'm the one that shot him. It's me. It's me. It's me. My gun's the best. I'm the one that killed him. It only took me one shot. Look at how good my aim is. I got him right between the fucking eyes. That's Trump here with the goddamn fucking vaccine. The guy won't shut the fuck up about the worst thing, the biggest crime against humanity of all time, is that fucking COVID vaccine shot. He fucking ran on that shit, and I think that soured a lot of people against anything he says. Now the guy fucking goes out there, starts fucking promoting all these people, and it's like, all right, now he's hinting at running in 2024. I think people didn't vote for Democrats. They voted against Republicans because they fucking hate Trump. I think if that piece of shit went the fuck away and let a real leader like Ron DeSantis take charge or any other Republican, I don't give a fuck who they put up. Bring George fucking Bush Sr. back from the fucking dead for all I care. I don't give a shit. We need somebody other than Trump to fuck out there. Because I'm telling you, this guy, that Trump derangement syndrome is real. He had really good policies. I enjoyed his time as president. We had a really good time those four years, or three and a half years, rather, uh, before COVID hit. And uh, everything was great, you know? It was just that they just went insane. The Republicans, they they went a little insane. They all started riding on that fucking, we're just going to talk shit and say whatever we want kind of attitude, adopting that MAGA bullshit. And then you've got the people on the left who are so against anything that's not them being in power and they lie and they cheat and they steal. And if they lose, it's, it's everyone else's fault but their own. And they have all these investigations. And they won't let shit go. They're the real cancer in America. But I think Trump's the catalyst for a lot of this hatred that's on in America, especially on the left. These guys are fucking insane. They've always been insane. They've always been scumbags. This Trump thing just kind of made them bold that they can be scumbags out in the open because they virtue signal all the goddamn time and everything he says. And anybody that supports him is an enemy of the state by proxy because that's what they deem necessary. And they have the backing of the media to push any agenda they have, which is why their fucking people did a little bit better than what anybody else expected. We expected a bloodbath here, man. We expected the Republicans to just sit there and mop the floor, take control of the House and the Senate and... Right now, it's looking like the House is a possibility. I mean, we only need 15 seats to go, and that's pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point. But the Senate is is, is a real toss-up, and that's the one that's got me worried here. I mean, if we take the Senate as well, it'd, it'd be a great thing, and it gives us a lot of momentum towards 2024 when hopefully Trump bows the fuck out, DeSantis mops the floor with that piece of shit, and we move on with a real leader and someone who's actually going to uphold American values and just make sure that he puts the children first, puts the people first, and just keeps everyone protected. The thing is, is we have a very finite time on this world. I mean, we're not going to live forever. We're never going to live forever. That's an impossibility. No matter how hard these people try by whatever the fucking weird methods and 
means that they try to live forever. If you go down that weird rabbit hole, you'll understand what I mean here. You know, uh, but still, it's just even if we win the house in the Senate, I'm still going to be disappointed. It's it, it, let's say miraculously they get Arizona and Georgia, the flip red. It, it's still going to be disappointing that this many people voted for the Democrats and that it's this close. It shouldn't be. And you just have to look back at the past couple of years and kind of just remember things. And I think people easily forgot what the hell kind of shit they got put through. You were told to stay at home. You had to wait on checks that you weren't even sure were going to come by the government. And the amount that they gave you was a slap in the face. I mean, what, like a $1,500 check, a $1,600 check, whatever the hell it was, and like two $1,200 checks. And that's supposed to get you through? All this unemployment, they were giving people way more money to stay home than they were supposed to. And now you're dealing with this massive inflation. People were riding high for those months as they're online fucking ordering shit from Amazon and the largest transfer of fucking wealth ever in American history going from, you know, us having money and all these small businesses that were closed down. That transfer of wealth is what I'm referring to here. You got all these businesses that shut down. Now all the large companies got all the money. Now you got fucking Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart. I need these companies that were doing any of that online shopping stuff because people had no choice. And this isn't by some fucking virus that was just taking over the world and, and killing everybody. I don't even believe it was a real fucking thing, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it was real. I don't think it was as deadly. It was definitely exaggerated if it was real. We can honestly say that now. It was definitely exaggerated. It was a large transfer of wealth. That's exactly what it was. And I feel like this whole thing was premeditated because there's no way in hell this happened by design. It wasn't an accident. I'm sorry. It was just, I mean, all these fucking poor business, people sitting at home. You're sitting at home. You lost your business. You're waiting for a government check that may not come. Yet the bills won't stop coming. Bills are piling up. Even though your landlord couldn't kick you out, guess what? Your fucking rent when it's finally due on the eviction moratorium, and it is much higher than the amount they didn't let you earn because you were allowed, you weren't allowed to fucking leave your house at one point. And it's just insane to me how so many people dealt with the same thing at the same time, yet the results are so fucking different when it came to the election last night. The fact that anybody can can deal with with the kind of torture and hell that we went through and then vote for these fucking same people that gloated, called you names, villainized you or your neighbor, whoever, whatever side of the fence you're on with the masking, no masking, shot or no shot. They villainized half the country and pit us all against each other. And you fucking people voted for them. And not you people, as in people listening to the show. You guys are smart. You guys voted the right way. I'm not talking against you. I'm just saying it was in a general you know, uh, thing here because obviously people voted for these fucking scumbags. That's who I'm talking to here. It's just, man, it's really fucking disappointing. It really is that there's people out there. Even if, like I said, even if the Republicans do win the Senate, which I, 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 I pray that they do because I mean, the future of this country really does need strong leadership. That isn't about oppression, segregation, racism, all this other weird shit, this leave the fucking kids alone, this overt sexuality they're trying to introduce in the schools and shit that kids aren't supposed to be around and seeing and getting their body parts cut off. And they have the legal right to do that, but not buy a drink of beer until they're 21. I don't understand this, how these people are so fucking warped and have lost such a sense of reality. And I guess it's just a sign of times and sign of things to come that this is the turnout. That they, that they get. I mean, 
the fact that they got so many votes is scary because it shows that that many people are for this kind of behavior. They're for your children getting mutilated. They're for your kids getting four shots to go to school and have have little fucking baby heart attacks where they get fucking. You know what? I'm going to start a business and fucking make half-size caskets because that's what's going to be needed soon. I'm sorry to say it out loud, but that's what's going to happen. You're going to have fucking little pint-size caskets for these little pint-size fucking toddlers are injecting and fucking killing with these goddamn fucking worthless fucking COVID shots. Oh, man. See, this is why she didn't want to be part of the opening here. She knows I'm going to rant a little bit. and I just needed to get this little bit out here, man. There's just so much to say, and it's just it's just really sad, you know? It's... We, I, I, I don't even know how we come back from this because you can vote people out, but you can't kill the ideology if it's this powerful. The cult is extremely strong out there. These people, they fucking believe in this shit. They want it. They want you to wear a mask all the time. They want you to be locked in your house. They want you to take these worthless fucking shots. They want you to not have your kids. And if you do get pregnant, they want you to kill the fucking baby up to and after birth. It's fucking insane. These are some godless fucking idiot, freak, motherfucking, pervert, pedophile, grooming pieces of fucking worthless shit, criminal bastards. They need to go. And it's just, it's absolutely insane that the turnout wasn't higher than what it was for Republicans. I mean, right now I'm looking at it. There hasn't, oh yeah, there was a little bit of an update. Now it's 203 Republicans, uh, 176 Democrats, the Senate's still the same. It's just, man, I, I it, it should be... Across the board, red. I mean, this shit should have been wrapped up immediately. There shouldn't have been one vote for the Democrats because you're basically asking for good versus evil here. And I know how that sounds really fucking cheesy. It does feel like good versus evil at this point. I mean, there's there's nothing logical when I tell you what these people are running on. They're running for abortion. They're running on baby killing. They're running on transgender rights to use the same bathroom your your kid uses at school. the fucking denigration of women's sports there everything these people are fucking for is just wrong i mean if i told you and said hey listen we are going to replace women with dudes getting surgeries we are going to make your daughters dress in a locker room with boys uh, that pretend they're girls we are going to force you to take injections you don't need for a virus that we're exacerbating how it really is uh, we're not going to let you work, but we're going to give you money when we feel like giving it to you, only when it's convenient for us around election times and things like that. When, when, only when we need your, your support on something, we're going to give you money. Uh, oh, yeah, and you can't use that money to buy meat because we want you to eat fucking crickets, and that's all you're going to be good for, you peasant. Oh, yeah, and, and going to the store, that car that you used to have, yeah, you're going to have to throw that away because you can't get gas for it because we're going to price it out the fucking market to make you buy these electric cars and we're going to control you with vaccine passports, you worthless scumbags. Vote for us. And people will vote for that. They, they, they've done it. They've done it. You look at their results. If you live in a blue state and you didn't vote for that, you have my sympathy. And I, I, and I don't know what to tell you. Actually, I do know what to tell you. I can give you a couple of hints here. And it's, it, it, it's going to be tough, but you, you're going to have to figure it out. And I think everyone needs to because, I mean, with with the turnout the way it is, I, I have to think of it this way. And I have to think that maybe this is us slowing it down a little bit. And I feel like with each election that we have, we're just slowing down the inevitable. And I think the inevitable is a sinister, evil world of filth and scum. It's going to be like idiocracy in real life. You, you, you got to think about it. Like, if the Democrats had their way, there would be drugs all over the streets, crime, 
a bunch of fucking lady boys walking around with their fucking balls hanging out and fucking fake tits and shit. That like that's what they want. They don't care about you. They they just want a fucking filthy world that they reside over. And I feel like it's getting worse and worse every year. I mean, you look at the shit they're trying to normalize now, and it's like, what? I mean, what else can this be? This isn't some kind of acceptance thing. This isn't us accepting anything. Gay people have been accepted for years. Trans people have been accepted for years. All of a sudden now it's become a fucking issue, and now they want to put these things where they don't belong. They don't belong in schools. They don't belong in libraries. Reading the fucking children. They don't belong in women's locker rooms. Changing. I don't care how good your surgery was. You don't need to be in there. It's just... It's just a fucking thing that we've always known was true until a couple of years ago. All of a sudden, now we don't know what a fucking woman is. I mean, give me a goddamn break here, people. They have something sinister in mind that I don't even think they've unveiled yet. You watch these videos of the World Health Organization and the kind of shit that they say about you that you're not allowed to watch because the media won't let you see it. They know what's going on. They don't want you to see it. Why? Because they know it's wrong. And that's wrong to be hiding something that you know is wrong from someone. I think that's even worse than even having those intentions in the first place of doing it to you. If you know something bad's going to happen and you don't tell the person something bad's going to happen to them, you're just as bad in my opinion. We don't know who to trust anymore. We don't even know if we can trust this Elon Musk motherfucker. He bought Twitter and he's going to sell it for $8 a month to get that stupid blue check mark. Does this, does this guy have her best intentions in mind? No one knows anymore. You don't know who to trust. And you can't trust your neighbor. You can't You can't trust anybody. It's just really fucked up. You know, you don't know anything anymore. So I know I'm going a little long here in my rant, but it's just, it, it's just sad. I mean, no matter how this turns out, I'm not ranting because it, you know, because even if we don't win the Senate, it, it's not the biggest deal in the world. It's more or less that people would still vote for this stuff. And that's what I'm most worried about is that it does feel inevitable because you got this many fucking creeps out there. The Republicans are a bunch of weak fucking spineless pricks. I mean, all they're going to do is basically slow it down for two years, but they're not going to stop it. No one's going to be held accountable. Fauci won't be thrown in prison over the shit that he did. Biden and his stupid fucking worthless scumbag son won't be thrown in prison for the kind of shady dealings and undermining America they've been doing their whole fucking careers in, in politics. No one's going to be held accountable. So it's like these people are encouraged to do more. And the media is very, very strong. I mean, the media can make me the fucking president. I guarantee you if, if, if they hit all my faults and only put out my strengths and said all these great things about me all the time, you guys would buy it. And I'm sure the fucking blue would vote for me too because they're just so fucking dumb. They're mindless sheep and will believe anything the fucking magic TV box or internet box says to them. It's really fucked up, man. So I, I, I do feel like this is inevitable. So I'm just going to give you a, a little bit of a hint here what I'm going to be working on and what I believe you guys should all be working on as well. It's the only advice I can give it to you. So, uh, yeah, just pop a nerd's going to give you some advice here, people. You want to make yourself ungovernable if you live in a blue state or even a red state. I do believe all red states will become blue eventually. It's just the way of the world. People are migrating and moving from these blue states. I feel like they're going to turn other states blue as well. The only counter-argument you could have to that is, hey, nerd, what about Florida? It's like, yeah, people moved to Florida. We're going to have little colonies, and I think Florida is going to be one of those colonies in Texas they thought was going to be purple. Went very red. Uh, Texas, Greg Abbott beat the shit out of Beto. Beto O'Rourke, that fucking scumbag. You got Florida. Ron DeSantis predictably mopped the fucking floor with that scumbag down there, and he won by almost 20 points, which is unheard of historic. I mean, you got two right there. That's it. I mean, South Carolina here, we got lucky with McMaster winning again. So, I mean, three. You have a couple other states that are flipping a little bit. But it's like, is it enough? You know what I mean? You're going to have more blue people out there. You're going to have more fucking 
media suppression of, of, of anything going on here because once the once a presidential election comes around, you're going to see it upped by tenfold. So I feel like we're only we're only putting a Band-Aid on the wound for two years, maybe, and that's just going to prevent them from doing anything else. But is things going to get better in those two years? I I don't see it. I I just I just don't see it. I I just think that we got to maintain for a couple of years and. Hopefully there's a miracle that happens. I, 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 I don't know. I don't really believe in them anymore. It's just, I don't know. It's just really fucking depressing. But let me get to the tip here. So basically just make yourself ungovernable. You want to take care of your homestead. I mean, you, you want to get yourself out of debt as soon as you can. You don't want anything holding you back as prices are going up. You don't want to have a paycheck going to pay off your, your debts. And then whatever's left over, get yourself something. You want to get yourself out of debt. You want to pay your fucking house off, get your mortgage paid off so they can't hold that over your head. So the next time they say you can't work, at least you don't have a mortgage payment piling up on you. You just want to get yourself into a good spot. I mean, maybe get some cash and stick it underneath your fucking mattress. Who knows, man? Because they might take over the banks next if that digital currency shit ever happens. Then again, your cash might be worthless. It might just be stuffing for your fucking mattress. Who knows? It's just just a really weird weird world we live in here. Just try to take care of your homestead. Pay your debts, man. That's that's the main one. Take care of your debts. Just start knocking shit out. Get as many jobs as you can. Turn into a fucking Jamaican or something. Just get like 10 jobs and pay your shit off. Save some money and just make sure you're ungovernable. Next time they tell you to stay home and they try to inject you with shots, you can't work. All right, go fuck yourself. I, I don't need your money. I don't need this. I got my stuff paid off. I don't have a car payment. I don't have a house payment. Get yourself in that position. I mean... It, it, it's going to be tough then. No one's going to hit the lottery tomorrow and all of a sudden be a millionaire. You're not going to become famous and become a millionaire. you got to just make yourself as unfuckable as you can and just make sure that they can't take it from you because they're going to try. They want you to have nothing. If the past couple of years has proved it or hasn't proved it to you yet, then, I mean, just please, just take my advice. They are trying to take away everything you hold dearly, your values, your possessions, Everything They want it taken from you. And these people don't care if it happens, the ones that voted for you on the left. So there's not many allies left in this world. Just try to find your your, your inner peace, make it happen, and take care of yourselves. And that's really all I got here. So what I'm going to do is uh, stop my little rant and uh, bring on my spouse. I know it's a little rough here, but we're going to have some fun today. And uh, let's get on with the show. All right, here we are with our regular portion of the show, and you are... Nerdette, fuck off. Do you feel better? No, I don't. No, because your face is beat red. Oh, my God, you don't... Okay. It's just, just a, like, I, like, like I was saying before, I'm not, not going to go into it. I already went 25 minutes just ranting about shit. I'm just, I'm not even mad about the results. It, it's, it's the fact that people are just so confused and lost. It's like there's so much hate and division in this world that people are voting for something that they know is evil. And I'm and I'm at this point where I'm like, do they know it's evil or are they evil too? You know what I mean? It's just it's just like I I, I feel you like know, we're at this existential point in our lives. How was your week? I mean, <laughs> I'm getting used to the new schedule. Kind of sucks. I don't I don't really like the split shifts. Really, I I don't like it. Really? I I like being done with work. I feel like a fucking prisoner that's been like, all right, you got two hours out in the yard, but you got to come back. That's how I feel with my split shift. It's like I'm like I'm let out to go play basketball in the yard and get beat up by Nazis, and then I have to come back in and and, and do more time in jail. It's like it's it's kind of shitty. That's why I don't like it. Some people love it. Just for me, I don't like it. What about you? People heard enough from me so far. What the hell are you been up to? Nothing. Are you been playing your stupid Disney game again? 
How's that going? Oh, that's fine. I mean, I, I've done everything I can do on that game. So, like, literally, I haven't, I haven't done anything. I have one more episode of Manifest, and I'm caught up on that. And then that's it. I got yeah. it. I, I found out Walking Dead did come back. So, I think I'm like maybe six episodes behind on that. Well, that's good. So I'll after I'm done with Manifest, I'll binge that and get that done. That is, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give Walking Dead some credit here. That is, and it's, all, it, it's a very backhanded compliment for Walking Dead. That show is so fucking boring and nothing ever happens. That is a show that you have to binge. Yeah. You have to. That's what I did uh, yeah. for, because we didn't have cable. And we didn't have the website at the time. So I had to wait until we had the AMC app to watch last season. And I was able to binge it. And it yeah. wasn't that bad because I was binging it and it moved faster because, oh, because I was just going through all the episodes. And out of but those, like, how many weekly, episodes you awful. watched, how many episodes actually had something of worth and value to the show? Um, I watched it a couple months ago and I, can't, I have no idea. I mean, no let's, clue. Like, let's just say we're, we're watching a show about Batman and the Joker. And you know Batman's trying to find the Joker all season long. And at the end, Batman kills the Joker. Let's just say that happens at the end of the show. And let's say the show is six episodes long. So you got one episode where you know shit's going to go down, the very last one. But let's say the first five episodes are about Robin and fucking Barbara Gordon and fucking uh, Jimmy Olsen from the Daily Planet shows up and has an episode centered around him. And the guy that Bruce Wayne buys his bagels from has an episode. And Alfred has an episode. And then all of a sudden, episode five hits. You're like, why the fuck did I watch five episodes of this bullshit that has nothing to do with the plot to get to this? That's how I feel about Walking Dead. It's like, let's introduce this new character that's been fucking making sweaters for people in the background. That's a show that came back that I completely forgot about because I'm never on HBO anymore. Yeah. That Pennyworth show, a new season came out of that. Mm. So probably when I'm caught up on everything. I've I'll seen watch, it. I've seen it all. I'll watch Pennyworth. It was good. Alfred's I, I a cool character. It. He's great. Yeah, I liked it. Season one. Do so. we need a fucking series about Batman's fucking butler's life? <laughs> Are we that fucking out of ideas? Dude, whatever. It gives me something to Dude, watch. they made a movie about fucking crypto. The super dogs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that movie wasn't good. I, I just... I didn't really care for that. I expected a hell of a lot. But it was a... I mean, it was a kid's movie. But I... Ex- I kind of expected a little bit more. Yeah. That movie was boring. I didn't. I didn't like that movie at all. Sammy liked it. Yeah. I wasn't into it. Well, well, I'm, I'm glad she liked it at least. Super but, pets. But you, you see what I mean here? It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. They're out of ideas, I guess. I mean, like, right? what's the next Back to the Future movie going to be? Is it going to be about Biff's friends that went through the fucking glass? Is that what's? Gonna, there's going to be no Marty. There's going to be no Doc. There's going to be no Biff. But we're going to have Biff's friends from part two. The ones that were skateboarding, acting stupid, that went through the fucking glass at the museum. We're going to make a movie about them and their origins. Well, they it's do, like, they oh, do that with um, with TV shows too, though. I can't I I can't come up with any off the top of my head, but I know they've done that where a yeah. show is a hit and then it ends. Vampire Diaries, perfect. Right, I, I have no knowledge was of that show. Really, really good, and then all of a sudden you get this spinoff, this side series. Of like was that the one with these... the smoking hot blonde chick? Yes. Oh yeah, she deserved her own spinoff. Like that was a freaking whole spinoff of that family. Oh my goodness! And then after that was another spinoff. Yeah. And it's just like, and it just keeps going with the whatever side character there is. So no, just so they can keep yeah. people watching or making their money or whatever the hell they're doing. But yeah, they've done that before with with 
other things. Well, some some shows do have characters that that deserve it. If you have a character that becomes more popular than the host, like Family Matters, it was about the family, and then Steve Urkel came on and took over the whole show. Yeah. If Family Matters ended, and they were like, you know what, this Urkel guy, we got something with him. We're going to give him his own spin. Then that makes sense. But if you were like, all right, let's do Family Matters and have that sister that fucking disappeared randomly. Yeah. Who like and they, oh, we're going to do a story about her, her origins. I mean, no, like I would watch a biography on her to see what the fuck happened to her on that show because she just like went to school one day, and never came the fuck back. No one asked questions, and the dad was a fucking cop. Mm-hmm. You know what would have been a funny Easter egg on that show is if like the cop dad was pouring breakfast cereal and her picture was on the side of the fucking milk container. Like, have you seen this child? That would have been a fucking great Easter egg on Family Matters. That would have been hilarious. Oh my god! Are, are, are like because because they did it on Fresh Prince with Aunt Viv. Was she ever placed? I remember when they had the, the, the new one, they were like, wow, do you do something with your hair? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. But I didn't know what the fuck I'm ranting about now. But at least she got me smiling again. And that's what you're good for, dear. You're making me smile right now after. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, whatever. Let's, let's, I'm going to tell people about their days, of the, their days because their days are numbered. <laughs> let's do oh, it. You, you want to hop into it? I don't else have days, man. I love it. Listen, this is what you have to do today. Chaos Never Dies Day. <laughs> World Freedom Day. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Go to an art museum day. <laughs> That's what you get for today. November 10th, we're going to skip right over it. Okay? So, November 10th, Forget Me Not Day. Okay. International Accounting Day. U.S. Marine Corps Birthday. National Vanilla Cupcake Day. And Sesame Street Day. So there you go. Those are your days. Yay. I like they're, it. They're so fucking exciting. Well, you know what? At least there's one group of people out there that really love your segment. And you know who the hell I'm about to introduce here is our friends over at Built Bar. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, let's just hop right the fuck to it. Chocolate mint cookie bars. Holy shit. I'm a huge fan of mint. If you have never heard me talk about mint before in this show, it's because you haven't been listening. One of my favorite ice creams, and, and, and I don't know because ice cream is fucking delicious. You know, we went to the store today. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, so fucking good. Yeah. Mm. My mom used to get these 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 chocolate bars, and Andy's. it was chocolate at the top. Yeah, it was Andy's <laughs> and mint at the bottom. This is how old I'm getting. People, they're like, you talked about this in episode five seventy eight. I don't know, but still, these built bars taste just like Andy's mints. And if there is a higher praise out there for this bar, I don't know what the hell is. This is instantly my number three. Chocolate chip cookie dough chunk will never be beaten. Snickerdoodle chunk came close. This one is a strong number three and ain't nothing beating this top. This is the Mount Rushmore of Built Bar flavors right here. And you don't even need a fourth one. Just those three alone, that is the Mount Rushmore right there. Just those three, the absolute best flavors. And Built Bar wanted me to let you know that they really love your segment and that they have a special code for their website for people to save 15% or more and that is VOM show that's voices of misery abbreviated VOM show where you could save on any of these built bar flavors they got a million and one flavors and they're absolutely delicious and if your dog barks too much you can put one in his mouth and it will shut him the fuck up for hours don't do that they're chocolate you can't do that if it's a pit bull give him a lot of chocolate <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> if there's a non-chocolate built bar you can do it well there you go oh lord they don't really do, do that. love your segment though dear and they do have the finest chocolates the finest chocolates and marshmallow product in the world and i'm telling you their flavors just get better and better i don't know how the hell they do it but they do it every single time and it goes great with our next sponsor of the show i want to get out the way that i need to take another pill because i need to chill the fuck out 
And I'm talking about our friends over at Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D. They have the finest THC product on the market. I live high on life, and it makes me a happier person, even though you couldn't tell by the first half of the show. It really does calm me down. It could have been a lot worse, my rant and my cuss words and all that shit. Could have been a lot worse. But I'm going to tell you what, just in all honesty, no kidding, uh, you know, this product did change my life. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you've been listening over the years and you kind of know what I've been through and all the shit that's been going on in life. And these things really did make a difference and made me a better person for it and happier. And I choose to take edibles, but if you're not an edible guy, if you think that's a little bit too intense for you, you can be in charge of your intake of THC. You can go get some smokables. You can get the wax and the dabs and uh, cocoa crispy puffs and all the other shit that you kids are into these days. Marijuana has gone a long way. I mean, you. I mean, it used to just be you, you get some grass, you roll it, and you smoke it. Now you can get it into your body in so many different ways. It's very creative. You can even drink the shit, and that's really good too. And you can go to our, our favorite website, Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and use our code NERD to save 10% on any order. It will change your life like it changed mine. I'm, I'm sure it will. And I do want to hear your testimonials if you do try the product out. I know Bloody bought it last week, so thank you for that. I want to hear from you guys. I want you to send some emails to Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com and let me know how it changed your life, and we'll share them on the show. All right, let's get into it. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, so Democrats and their idiot voters fucked everything up last night. No, I'm just joking. I got some other topics for you today because I know you don't like that stuff, so I, I got some good ones for you. But before we get into it... <coughs> You want to say happy birthday to somebody? Sure. Let's say happy birthday to a lot of people because today is November 9th, 2022, and a man in Florida wants to say hello before he dies because he jumped off, oh, this fucking idiot, he jumped into a, a Florida canal while trying to take a piss. So he fell. He didn't jump. Well, yeah. So this guy's an idiot. Uh, he, he's, he's a 27-year-old man who's not yet been identified. He died after jumping into a canal in Doral on Friday. No, he, he, he fell. So anyway, he and a friend had gone to a nightclub and left at around 5 a.m. before going to a nearby canal to urinate, detective said. Can we stop for a second? Oh, I want to ask you about this uh, nightclub thing. Because people, 5 o'clock in the morning. I've never been to a nightclub. Me too. I'm not a partier, so I've been to strip clubs. Does that does that count? Is that because girls dance at nightclubs? I mean, is, is is it the same? Can it be considered I, the same? I don't know. Never been there either. I, I don't I, no. no. I don't. That was never my thing. I mean, strip clubs. You leave at like one one in the morning, twelve. I mean, I I I don't even know. But you don't five o'clock in the morning. Like, what kind of fucking party is it? What kind of what kind of shit are these people on that they can stay up till five in the morning while you're getting? I mean, you're drinking all night. I, I, I don't know if alcohol has that kind of power. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Does it really have that power to keep people going until 5 in the morning? Or you think they're doing some other shit, too? It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this guy was... Uh, he obviously didn't want to use the bathroom at the club before he left because he found a nearby canal to urinate in. The man su- supposedly slipped, hit his head, and fell into the water. So I guess he was doing that wavy That's thing. That, well. Yeah, I guess you know, that wavy thing where you're drunk, you're trying to stand straight, and you're just like kind of rocking back and forth. You're trying to pee. Uh, police divers recovered his body on Friday around 7 a.m. He was found with extensive facial injuries. That sucks, man. He hasn't been identified, and he was at this nightclub called Lo, uh, La Cavacha. And, yeah, his body was recovered three miles away. So his body fell in the canal and just fucking drifted for miles. That's fucked up, man. Well, there's a current. Holy shit. They were visiting from out of town to celebrate the new year. I guess if they didn't find him in time, he probably would have drifted back to his hometown eventually, maybe. 
<laughs> this canal is what a fucking taking them right there. I don't know. That sucks, man. Oh, that's horrible. Rest in peace, dude. But I, I guess it's called drinking responsibly, man. Just be fucking smart. If you're going to go out there and drink, don't be stupid, man. But I, I guess you don't expect it, man. That's the thing about life. It's so precious. You can lose that shit at any moment. I mean, you're, you're drunk. You're having a good time. You're like, I'm just going to go piss over here in this water. For some reason, you have to piss in the water. I mean, you're out by a canal, which means there's probably a lot of land trees. You could probably piss against a tree, maybe, and not get so close to the canal, but... Well, when you're drunk, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess you're right. It's a shock at the being stupid, and that's Florida Man for you, so... I got another one here for you. This one's pretty fucked up here. So, this is another Florida one. I kind of want to combine them together. This one's according to the Broward County Sheriff's Office. Detectives with a robbery unit are seeking the public self to identify the subject in a strong-arm robbery at a business in Deerfield Beach. It all started over a change disagreement, and it was caught on camera. So shortly before 5.57 p.m. on Monday, October 24th, an adult male wearing a white tank top and black pants, which is pretty much a standard gear up in New York, so I'm surprised this guy <laughs> was wearing it down here in Florida. Uh, pan, he entered Tony's Market, located at 5105 North Dixie Highway in Deerfield Beach, to buy a black and purple Dutch cigar that he was not going to empty out and put something else in. He was going to smoke the cigar <laughs> like a gentleman. According to investigators, the subject was unhappy with the change he received from a cashier. A verbal altercation occurred between the two before the subject left the store. Moments later, the subject came back with five others. Because, you know... It it's takes five changed, people really? to jump yeah. one little old lady working a cash register. God. The surveillance video shows the subject jumping the counter and grabbing the cashier, throwing them to the ground and holding them down. While the victim was being held down, other subjects also jumped the counter and stole approximately $8,000 before fleeing the scene. This video is one of the most disturbing videos I've ever seen. Uh. Because you've got five people jumping one person and... The one person was a part of the group. They were in charge of it, I guess. Was recording, laughing, and egging them on. So you see this horrific thing happening, and your first reaction is to record it, laugh, and egg them on. Oh, you guys are crazy. Ah, ha, 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 ha. you got to watch this video for yourself. It's, 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 it's bad, and it really just goes to show what kind of path we're going down here. That's horrible. Yeah. And, and this happened in Florida, too, so it's not like I'm, I'm bashing on... I mean, this happened in Florida, a, a fucking, the reddest ruby fucking red state you can find out there. I mean, Florida is is America right now. It, it, it's been for the past couple of years. And you got to think that this shit, would, you would think this would happen in New York, Chicago, California. It can happen anywhere. It can happen in your neighborhood. So we just got to take care of each other a little bit better. And over change? I mean, the guy bought a fucking cigar. I don't cigar. think so. I think he, they, it was just planned. Yeah, they wanted to rob planned. him. They were just going to do it anyways. Yeah, they wanted to rob him. It's just, it's just complete bullshit. You know what I mean? It, it really, it's sad. It's sad. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, a Washington man was caught on video running into a plate glass window as he attempted to get away with luxury stolen goods, knocking himself unconscious. <laughs> I saw this one. So stupid. This is so stupid. Like, yeah. the video is hilarious. Mm -hmm. The brazen robbery happened in broad daylight at a Louis Vuitton store in Bellevue. The 17-year-old suspect grabbed handbags worth $18,000. And that was just one bag he grabbed. $18,000. <laughs> what the hell is this shit made out of? Like, I know that this is a, a, a big deal, yeah. right? That this company or whatever has, like... 
apparently like beautiful shit. I just don't understand what what fucking what, who would pay eighteen thousand dollars for a fucking purse? What is it made out of? Privileged people. Eighteen thousand dollars for a fucking bag. You're gonna put your goddamn pens in. I won't spend more than $20 on any one item of clothing, number one, because I'm old, and number two, because I'm not going to pay to advertise your shit for free. This is just so stupid. So this 17-year-old went and stole $18,000 bags from the store. However, the suspect appeared to run into trouble when he knocked himself out by running into the plate glass window. Ran right into it, the fucking idiot. Prosecutor said the 17-year-old, whose name was not released because he's a juvenile, was part of a retail crime theft ring. More than 50 uh, repeat offenders have been arrested in Bellevue for retail robbery and shoplifting. The county has charged 59 organized retail theft cases so far this year. $18,000 for a fucking handbag. Jesus. That is... Like, I just don't even understand. Like, is it special leather or special material? Like, I just, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. Well, you want to know what I think it is, too, about the designer clothes and why people pay so much is because we live in a society that begs to be accepted by the other. Right. That's what it is. I get that. But, like, what makes that so expensive? Because it's supply and demand. Because it's got a name? Supply and demand. You can get the same exact bag. Made in China, a knockoff. Right, for a hell of a lot. For a very, I mean, I could could buy everyone that listens to the show like 10 because they only cost a penny if if you're in the right place. You know, they're they're really cheap. But the thing is, is, oh, that's not real. Who cares? It's so weird. What, what, like, let me ask you this. What is style? What is fashion? Seriously, like, what is it? Can anyone tell me what fashion is? Describe describe the word fashion to me, and don't say look at the dictionary because I, I'm asking you. Describe to me what the fuck fashion is. Well, according to fashion it's, shows, it's some freaking it's you're all barely subjective. fucking dressed and I mean, ugly as shit. You have to wear some shit that looks like a 1950s alien walked off a fucking <laughs> spacecraft. That's what's in style now, and it's like, what is style? Seriously, who that's ugly. Where is it? It's who subjective. Wears it? Have you ever like you see these pictures of the runway of people like modeling whatever? Yeah. Who wears that shit? You never see those where models it? wearing it anywhere except for that one way where people are, I don't understand it. Yo, look at the fashion show and you see cameras flashing and these fucking girls are walking out looking like a fucking extra from a sci-fi movie. What the fuck is going on with these people? I don't care. It's what you like. And I guess if you had to say, what is fashion? I guess you would say it's subjective taste and style and clothes. I guess that would be a good explanation for it. Well, I'm sorry. No bag is worth $18,000. No. I'm I just like Maybe it's because I don't use them. I don't use them anymore. It's like you're paying $50,000 for a fucking purse that you're advertising. Oh, look at my Louis Vuitton. So I want that bag. You're advertising for them and paying them $50,000 for that fucking bag. I'm just exaggerating yeah. the price. I don't know. It's just like we, we, we care too much about what others think and we want to fit in so bad. That's the kind of people we are, I guess, in life. Give me a well, white t-shirt. Give me five t-shirts for ten sixty-four at Walmart and give me the cheapest fucking pants I can find. And I don't give a fuck what you think because I'm warm, bitch. And I'm comfortable. We all need that attitude, and I guarantee you would see the price of this shit drop. You you would see these Louis Vuitton bags would be sold at a fucking Costco. Maybe you could see the windows that you're running into. Maybe. And this fucking idiot kid went fucking ruined his life for some fucking cheap-ass bags he's going to be selling online to fucking dumbass housewives. God. So here's a quick-thinking North Carolina teen. She jumped out of a lift car after suspicions about her driver. Isaiah Bowden's suspicions rose as her lift driver started spraying the car. 
telling her how attractive she was and how he'd date her if she weren't so young. A Raleigh, North Carolina teen is safely back home after jumping out the lift vehicle, acting on suspicions about the driver. According to ABC 11 News, uh, she was fresh off work when she leapt out of the car a few miles from her home and ended up in the emergency room. Her suspicions began as soon as she got into the lift vehicle that had arrived for her. The driver made remarks that she found disturbing, such as how attractive she was and how he would date her. How many boys flirted with you? He said that right away, Bowden recalled, according to ABC 11. If I'm riding with a stranger, I'm always nervous, but I knew this was different. I knew that I wasn't going crazy. I knew that my body has never felt like that before. I've seen a lot of this, so I knew I was feeling drugged. She claimed the car smelled like cigarettes when she first climbed inside. The driver had sprayed something, and the odor subsided, but he persisted in spraying. She described starting to feel warm and disoriented. For a few to keep uh, spraying it, then roll your windows up like, I know how it's not about me being nervous or anything. I'm just like, I know how it made me feel. That's what she said. I don't know what the... F- I mean, she's a fucking 17-year-old girl. Of course, yeah, she talks like a fucking like, idiot. Yep. The teen acknowledged feeling terrified and deciding to get out of the car rather than fall asleep in it. And she ultimately exited the vehicle by jumping. She said it happened so quickly that she blacked out after opening the door, only recalling landing and how terrified she was. According to her, the driver never stopped during that time. She claimed he contacted the police for her while pretending to be an onlooker. Fortunately, her jump didn't result in any broken bones, but she's fucked up. Her face is all messed up. A spokesman, a spokesman for Lyft informed ABC 11 that the company is aware of the driver's concerning behavior. According to the spokeswoman, Lyft has blocked the driver's access to its platform and is prepared to support any inquiry by Raleigh law enforcement. That's scary. Yeah. So it doesn't bring peace to the girl because she doesn't think it's going to stop him from doing this to anyone else. No, he'll just he'll just pick someone else up on his own. Yeah. He's trying to say she was trying to skip out on paying. And it didn't work out for her. Because he said that he did stop to call the police. He's like, well, if I was trying to do it, why would I have called the police and, and stayed around? Cover your own ass. I think he's going to get off on this. Un- unless there's camera footage, which they haven't released or, or talked about yet. If there's, I mean, but but then again, you're going to see him spraying. And, and, and I got into a car recently when the car was in the shop and I had to go pick it up. And the guy's car smelled great. He had, I mean, he, he, he did spray something before I got in there because that's, I guess that's what they do to give you a pleasant experience because they do get raided and shit if your car stinks or yeah. playing horrible music, you're too loud, you drive too fast, too cold. And, like, they have a lot of things they got to do. So he's trying to say that, like, you know, he was just doing that and that she was trying to not pay and she jumped out of the car thinking it was funny, which people have done. I don't think this guy's going to get in trouble because this is going to turn into what he said, she said. I need a video for this. I'm not going to condemn this guy because too many people are quick to condemn if he did these things. Yeah, but why would she jump out of the car tonight near where she was supposed to be dropped off? He was trying to say she tried to skip out on pain. Yeah, but... I mean, this is horrible. She would get in the car just to go a couple blocks and then jump out? That makes no sense. I don't know. Maybe she was paranoid. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what it was here? I mean, hopefully this guy didn't do it. Because I would like to think that people aren't like this, even though we know they are. It's it's just horrible. Because every time you hear a story like this, you're quick to jump on the person. You know what I mean? You're always wanting to say, "All right, this person's guilty." Because that because that's what people are. That's just what they do nowadays. They're they, they're quick to convict without any probable cause, or they need a video. You can't just say, "All right, well, this girl said this guy did this, so we have to throw him in jail." Let's see the video. Let's hear if there's any audio, and then we'll judge from that. We can't just do this. We can't just throw someone in prison. You know what I mean? Unless you have overwhelming evidence, and by all means, fucking cut this guy's head off with a fucking... Because you're going after an underage girl. 
we, we just got to see the, the, the facts on this. So I did bookmark this one to see if there's any more facts to come out because I want to see a video. All these cars have videos for the most part. Anytime okay. you see these, I, I, I'm not sure if everyone does, but we, you do see the videos a lot yeah. of Lyft. So it's like, <clears throat> it's tough because there are freaks out there. And I, and I guess that's what kind of is a testament against these Lyft and these other companies because these rideshare places, anyone can sign up. You can go online right now and say, I want to be a Lyft driver. You fucking upload a picture of your insurance and whatever, your, your VIN number or some shit. And they're like, here, here's your sticker. It's like there's no yeah, accountability for these drivers. I mean, if you're going to get a, a ride here, pay a few extra bucks and get a taxi. They have the guy's social security number. They've signed up. They've, they get insurance. That's a real job for them. I mean, I would trust a cab company as opposed to a Lyft or a ride share company because anybody can do it. You don't know who you're getting in the car with. Yeah, you know? I would too. Cabs make me nervous too, though. They do, but at least you know they're insured. Yeah. They're backed by a company. There's an LLC on it. Lyft, I don't... These people are independent contractors. If they fuck up, Lyft's like, oh, well, they fucked up. He's fired. All right, next one. Yeah. There, there, there's nothing there that makes you feel safe as, as a rider. That's why I don't really care for these. They're, they're a good idea, but people are bad. It's it's not Lyft. It's people. People yeah. are bad. You, you People are just fucked up. That's just That's just the bottom line. Oh, God. What else you got? Tyson Food CFO. Uh, John Tyson was arrested Sunday for public intoxication and trespassing after he let himself into a stranger's house and passed out in her bed. Mm. You see that? Yeah. How fucking crazy is that, dude? How embarrassing. I would have gone through his fucking wallet. An arrest (laughs) report says the 32-year-old was found asleep at 2 a.m. Sunday in the bed of a college-aged woman who arrived home late to discover that her front door was apparently unlocked. Mm-mm-mm. The woman called police about a potential burglary, saying she found a male she didn't know asleep in her bed. <laughs> when an yeah. officer arrived, he found Tyson's clothing strewn about the floor and identified him by an ID he found in his wallet. The officer woke Tyson up, who briefly sat up in bed, but did not verbally respond, and then laid back down and attempted to go back to sleep. The officer said there was an odor of intoxins coming from Tyson's breath and body, and that his movements were sluggish and uncoordinated. He was placed under arrest on charges of criminal trespass and public intoxication, according to the local media reports. Tyson was booked early Sunday and released later that evening because they got money. Of course. According to the Washington County, Arkansas uh, Sheriff's Department. That's crazy, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, number one, we talk about stories like that all the time. Like, how people can be so fucking drunk and go in the wrong freaking house. But this dude is, like... It's alcohol, man. (laughs) It's fucking alcohol, dude. Like, oh, my God. It really is. Just curled up in her bed. like. (laughs) I mean, if I had a dollar... How embarrassing for your... Like, that's embarrassing. Although they got millions, they don't give a fuck. If I had a dollar for every dumb thing I did when I was fucking drunk, I'd I'd be a very rich man. But never woke up in someone else's fucking house in their bed, not knowing who the fuck they were, where I was. Yeah. That's why I'm so glad I cut that shit out of my life, man. Because, I mean, going on a year next month was fucking really impressive. But it, it really is the worst thing. And I don't know how alcohol is not banned and outlawed. Because that makes you do some dumb fucking shit. Yeah. But then again, you see, I'm a libertarian. I, I really don't want to ban an outlaw. But if, if you're going to ban an outlaw, cigarettes in some places now, they're starting to get rid of cigarettes. You see that? No. Yeah. 
<sighs> remember that? They're trying to get rid of the menthol cigarettes first. And then they're trying to get rid of the vapes up yeah, but, in Oh, that's right. We argued about that. Yeah, so we we're talking about that. That's not going to happen. I mean, I don't like cigarettes, but it's everyone else's right. If you want to enjoy cigarettes and fucking puff, puff away, it's not going to... I'm not going to live longer than you because you smoke. No one knows what their expiration date is. That's why I say go for it. Go gung-ho. Do whatever the fuck you want within a reason as long as you're not hurting anybody else. So I'm, I'm going to take back that statement with the alcohol. If, if you can drink or responsibly, you know, exercise responsibility, if you're not out there drinking and driving... Doing dumb shit, uh, whatever the fuck. Just wake up at someone else's house, you know what I mean? It Alcohol makes you... It does make you fucking stupid. It does. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am teetering on saying they should ban the shit, because, I mean, a lot of... How many accidents and murders are caused so by you're alcohol? You're trying to get rid of my smokes and my Bud Light. I know. Next I don't thing is going to be my fucking caffeine. You, can, you can't take everything. Those headaches are a bitch. But... <laughs> they are. No, I mean, because there, there, there are a lot of people that, that can drink responsibly. And there's, uh, all right, how, how about we settle here? You, you don't ban alcohol. And I'm not saying you ban cigarettes. Like I said, puff away as long as it doesn't bother. And as long as you're not smoking and blowing it in someone else's face, then you can do it as much as you want. Because don't fuck with someone else. Same thing with alcohol. Maybe the penalty should be extra harsh. If, if you're drinking and driving, like really throw the fucking book at these people. If you crash your car against a fucking, like if, if you're wrapping around a tree or you crash your own fucking house like the idiot in this neighborhood did. Maybe you have severe punishment, like you lose your license forever, you lose the privilege to drive forever. Maybe they should do that in the future. Can we agree on that? Okay. Like, if you go to a bar and you have a couple of drinks and you go home and you fucking, like, you know, run over your next or neighbor's dog, then you lose your license because, obviously, you can't handle the shit. You can still drink, but you can't drive anymore because, obviously, you can't handle both. Or you, yeah. you know, you're, or you're, you're not responsible. You, you lose your license for 15 years, even maybe not life. You lose it for a long enough time that you'll never do that shit again. Because that can fuck up someone else's life. Like this person woke up. This, this, so this guy broke into the house. Yeah, this is very strange to me because yeah. this dude's got money, right? He, I mean, you, you, you Tyson just, Foods. Yeah. He, his name is Tyson, right? He, the family's got some money. You're, you're not going to tell me you confused this college girl's house mm-hmm. for yours Crazy. there's no fucking way yeah like where did he think he was he can't tell me that he thought he was in his own i don't care how drunk you are like you know that it, that isn't your house yeah. but i don't know this this it's so bizarre it's so bizarre and then you're i know you're fucking drunk but you're wandering through the house and like oh I thought yeah. my bedroom was over here. <laughs> You're not noticing anything fucking different. And then you take off your clothes and get into a fucking bed with sheets that aren't yours. Dude, it's just, who came in? <laughs> he's lucky. Redecorated. Dude, that man is lucky he has a life. Like, he's like he's got up, money, man. He's going to just... I'm telling you, man. He'll be fine. I don't so give a stupid. fuck who the guy is. If, if all of a sudden in the middle of the night, if our dogs were barking like crazy and I got up in the middle of the night and I see some dude laying on the couch, I am fucking him up. It's just, it's just so bizarre that this keeps happening. Because, like, we've had so many stories where this ha- I just don't get it. It's so weird. This guy got lucky. Oh, my goodness. I'm fucking him up. Then I'm taking his Tyson money from him. Like, this guy <laughs> broke my shit. And I'm emotionally distressed, Your Honor. It hurt me so much. And, 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 and I broke my... You know what? I sprained my wrist when I was punching his face repeatedly. <laughs> money. Half. I want half. I don't know. It's just weird. What the hell is Tyson famous for again? Like Tyson Chicken and, and all that. Well, I got a chicken story for you here. Oh, okay. He was... Okay. I thought you were actually really asking. So what do airport security, a gun, and a chicken have in common? Was, this story was bizarre to me. 
Sounds like the beginning of a joke, doesn't it? This is a TSA story straight out of none other than Florida. So where would one find a gun being used to stuff a bird a few weeks before Thanksgiving month? Naturally, at an airport serving the Miami-Fort Lauderdale metropolitan area. I landed in this airport. It's a beautiful airport. Great oh, carpet, by the way. You know how many people have Flamingos. There? And they got like little flamingo <laughs> carpets and stuff. So cute. But, <laughs> but just as some people mistakenly believe that turkeys can fly, they can't. They got wings. What the fuck are their wings for then? <coughs> Maybe they weren't so fucking fat. They can fly. Well, Transportation Safety Administration agents at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport found that a woman flying to Port Au Prince in Haiti mistakenly believed a gun could fly if put inside a chicken. Or at least it had a better shot at getting past TSA. So that didn't fly, uh, neither did she on her planned flight. TSA referred her to Customs and Border Protection. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. What made you think that you were going to bring a raw chicken through t- the checkpoint? You and that even, wasn't going to yeah. raise flags. Who brings food? You can't even like bring that? toothpaste. You can't even bring aspirin. But who would do that? Like, no one is going to walk through a checkpoint with a fucking big ass no. raw meat. No. That doesn't even make sense that you would think that that would work. Oh, I'm just going to shove a gun right through the, up the chicken. This is stupid. Very stupid. This person is so damn dumb. Well, on their Instagram account at TSA, they said, The Plot Chickens. <laughs> and they have the picture here of the handgun that they found wrapped in a Kikiri Kirch baking hen. We hate to beak it to you here, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. God, I love these people. This idea wasn't even half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously unsupervised. So there you go. They had a lot of other things. Said Nothing is punny, but they were basically saying how this is a serious felony, and this woman is in deep shit. The plot chickens. The plot chickens. <laughs> yes. That's so stupid. Oh, my goodness. With this bullshit. <laughs> this is so stupid. I mean... It... Like, seriously, the guy standing there that's about to do yeah. the checkpoint is like, got a raw chicken? What the fuck is <laughs> this, man? got a raw chicken? You're bringing out a plane. Like, who did... Oh. The things these people must see. I can't even imagine what the fuck they all see yeah. every day. Every day, there's got to be something weird that goes through. At... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, this this would have flown back in 20, you know, like, like fucking anyway. Would it have... Like 20, 30 years ago. I don't think it would have because it's still a raw chicken. Yeah, maybe, but... No one flies with raw meat. I don't remember what life was like pre... Well, actually, no, I I did fly before 9-11 because I was like 18 years old when I I flew to Florida. So, yeah, yeah, that's how fucking old I am. It was before the the 9-11 shit happened. So you got to think of it this way. Once that happened, the whole world changed. Remember that? They were super strict on the flights and people were complaining. They were getting like their fucking like dicks fucking fondled by old men in these fucking places and shit. <laughs> their kids, their kids were getting fucking felt up. And I, and I remember when we were like younger and we had the kids, we were saying like, no, if we, if we ever go to Disney, we're not going to fly because we don't want our kids going through all that shit. Oh, Jenna can never. Yeah, so Jenna it's can like, never go through we're that. still going through all these safety precautions for something that happened over 20 years ago. Well, it's because of people like this. You exactly. had a fucking gun. You, you, 
this is why, and I'm glad. I'm glad yeah, that they're they're checking this stuff because, like, that is. I mean, you stupid fuck. But it's like, man, how many Just fucking dumb. restrictions do you need? But uh, obviously, in this case, the restrictions help. So maybe that's why they're gonna fucking keep these things around. Uh, it, it's such a hassle to fly. I haven't flown since 2000. Yeah, I haven't flown since '99. It was yeah, it was 2000 for me. It was, and then once that shit happened, and I'm like, never flying again. Yeah, '98, '99. It's such a huge inconvenience. I remember when when I flew, all you did was walk through a metal detector. You're fucking done. Mm-hmm. Everyone was safe, and then one one incident changed the fucking rest of how we live the rest of our lives. Which is why I don't like a lot of this shit. That's why I don't like this restriction. I mean, you can't make life an inconvenience for everybody because of one incident. It was a terrible incident, horrific. One of the worst things to ever happen. Might be the worst thing that ever happened. Well, I have something you can buy. Uh-oh. All the people that you hate. I mean, it's it's perfect. How about a game of Russian roulette? A Russian roulette Let kit. Let me get to my fucking <laughs> story. Well, you had me thinking there for a second. What, what would I give the, a gift to someone I hate? Okay. The first ever killer virtual reality headset is here. You could go and buy this and give it to all the people you hate. What, what, do you really die? You lose? Palmer Lucky, a leader in virtual reality and the founder of Oculus, better known now as a part of Facebook's Meta created a VR headset that will actually kill the user if they die in the game. How? <laughs> this is really, like, this is where our technology is fucking going, people. Oh, I got an idea. <clears throat> you know how that would happen? If you put this thing on your head, and if you die, like, spikes come through the helmet and just crush your skull. Like, this shit, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. So, players put on a never... Uh, I'll probably mispronounce this, but... Players put on a, a Nevgear virtual reality headset and open the new game called Sword Art Online, which is based on the Japanese anime and novel of the same name. The players must fight their way through a 100-floor dungeon to escape a mad scientist's virtual world. The device is connected to three explosive charge modules above the screen that are aimed at the player's forehead. Should the player die in the game, the microwave emitter would go off, obliterating the human's head. I mean, <laughs> who the fuck says I got next after seeing that shit? <laughs> Do you keep past the controller? But this is what, like, people are making this shit. About to send a couple to the fucking... Uh, lucky, <laughs> uh, so the, ex- <laughs> the explosive charges on the headset are ones he usually uses in different projects, although he did not specify which ones. When an appropriate game over screen is displayed, the chargers fire, instantly destroying the brain of the user. <laughs> That's what he wrote in his blog on Monday. So maybe John Fetterman <laughs> played that game before the the bait with Oz. But worry not, the headset is not available to buy. I would fucking hope not. This is not the. This is not why I'm bringing it up. It's the fact that this was made. Yeah, why was this made? This was made, created, and can it will work. Doesn't matter that you're not selling it. Like yeah. this is a scary fucking thing. It's yeah, like we have the technology to do this through a video game to kill people through a video game. Is that? This is and you want to know something? I'm going to get real fucking dark here for a second. What is the big push right now? Facebook Meta. Yeah. So there, so there you go. That that's all I got to say. Right, the government has a portal to that. The government wants you dead, and they want to inject you with shit. Now they got you with the Meta. So that that's all I'm going to say, people. That's it. I'm not getting too spiritual here, but this is dangerous technology. At this point, it's just a piece of office art, a thought-provoking reminder of unexplored uh, avenues in the game design. 
It's also, as far as I know, the first nonfiction example of a VR device that can actually kill the user. And it won't be the last. This is fucking scary oh, shit. Oh, of course it won't be the last. And, and they're bragging about it. Yeah. Oh, and it won't be the last. And you're not alarmed by this? Uh, the creator said he wants to keep playing around with the technology used in killer headsets, mentioning the idea of an anti-tampering one that wouldn't be able to be removed or destroyed. However, testing that uh, would result in absolute death. This is why I have not worked up the balls to actually use it myself, he said. So just put letting it out there for people to know. Like, you can't buy it, obviously, but it's it's been made. They figured out how to do that. So, that, I mean... That's a scary, scary fucking thing. It's horrible. It's fucking horrible. Because at one point, weren't we discussing like a VR thing where you could go like to Walmart and go grocery shopping and the, and the yeah. food would show up at your house, yeah. right? I mean, it's only a matter of time before they have stuff like this. Yeah. Like, who is to say they're not going to mass produce these and then, I don't know... I mean, you're laying just, in your bed with a headset on, walking through Walmart, yeah, and grabbing and things shopping. off a virtual shelf and putting it in your cart and moving the cart down the aisle. So you have all the the horrible experiences of being in a store without leaving your bed. Oh. I just don't understand. Like, technology is great and all, but do we need that kind of technology? Do we need that? No, people. I mean, like we're basically going against everything the body needs: socialization, interaction. You need to get up and move. You need exercise. They're taking all that shit away, and they know it's wrong. That's, that's just crazy. They're encouraging to be fucking hooked up to these stupid fucking contraptions. It's not cool, man. I want one for Christmas, by the way. <laughs> I figured So I can be... re-gift that shit immediately. <laughs> I knew that there would be some people on your list that you would be like, yeah, Oh, man, man there's, not, there's not enough of these games. I'll take them all. <laughs> Sir, if you're listening, please send that to me. We can work something out. You, you got the email. Listen to the fucking rant at the beginning of the show. But there you go. So, uh, man... What a scary just, world we live in. Yeah, that's just scary to me that, like, I, I, like, you always, you know that shit's being yeah. made that you don't know about. Like, yeah. obviously, not stupid, but to hear someone say, yeah, I got it right here. Put it on your head, you're gonna die. That's horrible. As horrible as they, things they are, can, man, it can get better eventually. You, you would know? have no idea. They can mass produce them and send them somewhere <laughs> the and just get rid of a bunch of people. They yeah. have no idea. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, whoops, there was yep. a software malfunction in the game. 80,000 people died last night, so we're going to put out a software update to fix that. Yeah, that, that's scary. 80,000 80, people actually beat the game, but it glitched out and they died anyway. So we're going to... So, whoops, our bad. Yeah. Fucking assholes, man. I'm telling you, this world is... It's, it's not... It's not a place I want to live anymore, man. Seriously. And I used to dread, like, oh, man, I'm going to fucking die soon. I used to freak out. Oh, I love... Oh, well, take it. Take me. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, man, at least when your eyes shut... You're done with all this bullshit. There's no more politics. There's no more fucking hatred. There's no more division in the world. This world is, is it's, it's not, we, we were given a gift. We were given this beautiful earth with unlimited resources that we fucking destroyed and now we're destroying each other. And it's absolutely unnecessary and it's sad. It really is. I mean, these fucking people were going down this deep, dark path. But Sherry wanted me to let you know. Oh, Lord. That there is some good in the world. And she wanted me to let you know about this teacher in Fayette County, that had the thrill of a lifetime after she accepted an invitation for a flight with a Blue Angels pilot. She, nope. uh... Nope. No? It wouldn't they're, be me. They're, they're fucking crazy. Yeah, nope. 
I'm, man, all of a sudden you hear that. Dan, 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 yeah, I mean, cool experience, I'm cool sure. Song. But that would, I could not do that. Highway to the danger zones playing. You're puking your brains out of the sky. <laughs> doing fucking barrel rolls in the sky. So anyway, she asked the kids to vote. Is Miss Todd going to puke? Am I going to pass out or say floor it? Christy Todd, the teacher of the year. That's awesome. Said in the, I said approaching the jet. And said she was excited before she climbed into the cockpit of an FA-18 Super Hornet. So there you go, man. She was freaking the fuck out. She, she was actually pretty cool about it. She said she was excited before she climbed in there. Uh, she was offered the chance to go in here through this third party. What the fuck is it? Uh, Atlanta Air Show at Falcon Field in Peachtree City. Fayette County is an aviation community, and the school district offers classes in aviation careers. It's good to know that kids out there are passionate and want to do this, Lieutenant Commander Griffin Stangle said. Todd's family watched as a jet took off. Todd waved at the rising star middle from the air. So there you go. People were loving it. There's a lot of pictures of her. She had a good time. She's an older lady, and she, she had a blast. She handled it a lot better than we could, I'll tell you that. That's awesome. Yeah, really cool stuff there, man. I could do it. As long as you don't do any fucking tricks. Yeah. Don't be doing barrel rolls or going upside down. None, none of that. You just fly straight ahead and make a slow turn or something. I'm good. You start doing tricks. I'm I'm fucking, I'm out and I'm throwing up everywhere. Sherry Probably wanted passing to. Out. Yeah, Sherry also wanted me to let you know that I fucking hate pop-ups. So that site was filled with them. As I was trying to read, pop-up, oh, X out, go back to the top. Yeah, so there you go. I fucking hate pop-ups, don't you? Yeah. Apple yeah. has this. Yeah. Fucking horrible thing. When you're listening to something and you open up a web page, it'll stop the thing you're listening oh, to. Oh, Oh, it happens to you too, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, to put yeah. whatever stupid, like if I go to a, a news site and I got the podcast going or something. Yeah. Go to the news site and starts playing this stupid video. From, I don't want to see Auto that. plays. Like, no, yeah. I didn't hit play. Oh, God. I get aggravated. Yeah. So, oh, one last thing here. I forgot to talk about this in the intro. Um. It's not politics or anything, but today in my, um, the early part of my split shift, I was talking to an older gentleman who was, I think he said he was 73 years old, and uh, he died twice. He had a couple heart attacks, a couple strokes. He was all fucked up, right? Nice guy, though. Really nice guy. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and I went down this rabbit hole a while back. Like, what happens when you die? I talked about it on one of the shows, and people were having their experiences, and I, and I remember reading some of them online about people seeing the white light, and some people didn't see anything and whatnot. And I was like, I have to ask this guy. So as we were wrapping up, I'm like, do you mind if I ask you a question? He goes, yeah, sure. I'm like, you know, earlier on, you, you, you told me you died twice. And I've been going down this rabbit hole. I've been looking up stuff. I'm like, did you see anything? What was it like? And he was like, well, it was consistent both times. And he's like, both times, he's like, when I had it, I remember being in the hospital. My wife was next to me. She was holding my hand. And I remember talking to her and then the next second it was like the sun setting and before I knew it it was like waking up from a nap but when I woke up I looked over where my wife was and she wasn't there and said there were doctors all around me and they and one of them said welcome back stranger and the first thing I said was where the hell's my wife at and then they said well you were gone for six minutes we lost you and he's like what, what do you mean he's like you died and then they gave him some morphine and he died again because he was allergic to morphine and he said it was the same exact thing. It was like the sun setting. He didn't feel pain. But he did notice that there was like a yellow light, almost like you were looking at the sun for too long. And then before he realized it, he came back. So he didn't know if it was something existential or if it was the light from the operating room that he saw or whatever. But 
I thought that was really interesting to talk to someone who actually went through the experience not reading a story online because when you read shit online, you don't know if it's made up or if someone's exaggerating, but talking to someone in real time that wasn't expecting that question to answer it the way that he did, now I feel like I firmly have a grasp on what it's like. And it's basically would be like falling asleep where you just, it's like when you fall asleep and you don't expect it, you know what I mean? Well, that's nice. When you're laying in... Well, no, it, it, it's comforting. It comforted me a little bit because it's not like you're going to have this... Ah, you're going to be like this fucking slow thing where your body shuts down in sections. I'm sure for some it could be like that, but I choose to, to follow that. That's what happens. Like It's just like you're falling asleep, you know? You, you, you don't no, notice it. There's no pain. just kind of happens, <laughs> and there you go. Hopefully that brings some comfort to you people instead of going online and reading stories written by a bunch of assholes, and I know you're excited, babe. And I don't know why. Because it's the end of the show, man. All right. Well, you're a fucking bitch today. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? What? This person wants to know, and I'm sure that uh, you're going to have a hard time answering this one. Because this, cause this is one of those ones where it's like, what? because we haven't gone dating. Haven't gone dating? We, we've never dated. No, I'm talking about like just going out on dates, like trying to meet someone and figure them out and shit. It's oh, been, yeah. fuck, it's been a long time. So we're going to live through these people here in this story. Am I the asshole for insisting that my boyfriend switch meals with me when I don't like what I've ordered at a restaurant? Oh, Jesus, man. This already she's an asshole, so this better be fucking good. Pampered Bitch 101. Yeah, already, like, I'm already mad. So just to paint the picture for someone that didn't get that uh, topic here, that's like us going to Chipotle and me saying, I'm going to try this new steak. And you're like, yeah. I'm going to try it too. No, no, like, that's like me getting your normal bowl, because yeah. I want to try it, and then you get in the steak, and you're like, I don't like the steak, I I, I want that, because that's what I normally get. And I'm like, I don't want the steak, I kind of want this. Yeah. That That's what this is all about. So this person is using a throwaway account, because they're a founder and moderator on their city subreddit, and their boyfriend could easily see this post. So she wants to hide it. <laughs> I've been friends with my boyfriend for years, actually together for about three months now. Ooh, look at them two, lovebirds. He's the sweetest guy, and I know he's been seriously hurt in the past, and I'm so happy we are finally clicking after being flirt buddies since middle school. We're both 25 now. Whenever we go out to eat, he always orders the most basic thing. 99% of the time, it's just a plain cheeseburger, ketchup on the side with honey mustard to dip his fries. Yuck. It doesn't sound bad. Honey mustard and fries, you sick freak? He actually loves it. Sick freak. Well, he loves exotic food, but he says that menus and making choices stresses him out, so he doesn't want to, but thought into it. Oh, these are fucking 25-year-olds. My God, everything stresses me out. I can't... Don't stand near me when I'm looking at the menu. You're scaring me. You know how these fucking people are to protect the blankets and shit they bring outside with them. So anyway, I love trying exotic things, and to me, that's the reason we need to go out to eat. And, and that's fair. That's fair, though. Dude, you're, she's just proven that it's her fucking fault. You like to order exotic shit. Mm -hmm. Then fucking eat it, bitch. Yeah. Don't expect him to eat it. He likes simple shit. That's it, period. Well, she is right, though. I mean, you go out to eat to try different things. Right, okay. But you, if you don't like it, what are you going to do? You fucking deal with it and pay that exactly. bill. Exactly. You don't mm -hmm. make someone else eat it. Get the fuck out of here. So, to me, it's so exciting. Mm -mm. My issue is things always look and sound better and they turn out. And I decided I actually just wanted a burger. So usually I ask him if he'll switch with me, and he always does, and he never complains. Most of the time, he even says how good his food was. To me, it's a win for both of us. It gets him out of his comfort zone, and we don't waste food. 
Oh, God, dude. Last night, we both had to work really late, so we met up at a sports bar. They were having a calamari special, which sounded really good. Yep. Of course, he got his usual cheeseburger. I just wasn't feeling the calamari when it came, so I asked him if he'd switch with me. He said no. I asked him why not, and said I didn't want it to go to waste. He said, then you shouldn't have fucking ordered it. I was like, excuse me. He then went into a tirade and said I treat him like a garbage disposal. He's a grown man. I'm being immature. Don't pin my crap on him, etc. I I said it sounded like a really well-rehearsed speech. He said maybe it was since I insist on stealing his food every time we go somewhere. I started crying and he said, don't start that bullshit with me. Here, have both meals. And he got up and walked out. He has not called or texted me, and it's 6 a.m., and I honestly thought he would call to apologize by now. <laughs> I called my sister, and near quote, uh, you're an asshole for waking me up at 5.30, and he's going to see you as asking, as insisting. That's really crappy of you to put that pressure on him, and she hung up on me. You called your sister at 5.30 yeah. in the morning. You are digging yourself a bigger fucking hole, bitch. Yeah. Like, seriously. Well, she wants to know that, since my sister said it, am I really an asshole? Yes. Oh, easy. I just wanted to throw this one because I knew this was going to be a darker episode. This is, this is stupid. This is so stupid. I wanted to end with a fun one today. And, uh, yeah. That, there I you understand go. you want to try new things. And, like, that's a risk you're, you're taking. Mm. I get that. Because <clears throat> I don't. I don't like to try new things. Mm. I hate it. I, I, I hate doing that. Uh, but you order the calamari and then you're, like, not really in the mood for it. Literally, that's what that said. Yeah. She ordered it, but she wasn't in the mood for it. So why'd you well, order it? fucking bitch, why'd you order it? Because that was a special. I'll take the special. I don't want it, but it's a special, so I'll take it. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. And good for him. And it probably took him this long to freaking get some balls and freaking say no. Yeah. Good for him for finally standing up for himself. Well, Wait. he did call her. There's an update, so I'll oh, save that Jesus until you're Christ. done here. Well, he sounded like a freaking sucker, too. But, like... Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's she's probably hot because most hot chicks act like this. Well, this is stupid. This is. I'm dumb. sure. I mean, she's she's a she's a 25 year old millennial. This guy has high anxiety at 25 when someone stands near him and he's like, "Oh, I can't order at a restaurant." Then you go to a place that you know they have a couple things that you like, and you tell them which one you want. I don't like a person standing. Are you guys ready to order yet? And stop fucking hovering and give me a chance to look. You know, like that's what I'll say to someone, but. Normally, I, I have well, a couple see, of go-tos. I can't really say too much to that because I stress out. You do. I don't like it. You you do bad. I, I let you order. You, can you just order it, please? <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Like, we will sit there at the checkout, and you'll be throwing shit at me as we're about to drive to pay for the shit. I'm like, well, I just... I, I gave him the usual stuff. Uh, I'm like, what kind of soda? And then there's like a moment where you like freak out. Well, because I have to know... If, do they have Pepsi or do they have Coke? We're in that the South. It. We're in the, We're in the South. It's all Coke. Which sucks. It's all Coke. A, so a fucking if it's Coke, Coke here's it's a Sprite. Root beer. Here's a Sprite. I, I asked for it, a Coke. That is a Coke. Pepsi, then then there's a little bit more. Okay, well, do I feel like a Pepsi? Do I feel like a Dr. Pepper? Or maybe a yeah. Cherry Pepsi? It, but if it's Coke, it's always root beer because all Cokes suck. I don't like Coke at all. Don't like Sprite. Don't like any of those freaking flavors. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, like, I have to, it takes a second to figure it out. I don't know. I don't like people that freak out. I don't. It, it drives me nuts. That the freaking out thing. It's like just chill out. I mean, you know, it's not I the end of the world. I can't order pizza. Like I have to sit there and order. I have to write every little thing. And you down. read it to them. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's people think we're exaggerating. It's the truth. Whenever we used to order pizza, uh, we haven't done it in a long time. But I, I used to give you my order. Yeah, of I had wings, to write it down. Yep. 
And you write it down and be shaking. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, I write my own order down. Like, this person's not going to beat your fucking ass <laughs> if you hesitate for a second. I mean, you're not going to get your ass wet by the delivery guy when he shows up. Like, bitch, you hesitated. Bang! And a fucking elbow <laughs> to the face. So, I, like, I, I, I don't blame him for having anxiety. Yeah. Well, he did call, finally, and didn't even let me get a word in. <laughs> I really like this dude, man. He said he needs a break, and that if he hasn't been happy in the first three months, then the relationship isn't for him. I guess you were all correct, and I'm an asshole, and I'm now a single asshole. Good. Good. I yeah. like this woman, because she, she is very uh, astute. She yeah. knew she was the asshole and admitted to it. Good. Is that the first asshole story where the person didn't even give us a chance to answer? They were like, I am the asshole. And now I'm a single asshole, but she won't be single for long. Oh, God. I guess Belle Biv DeVoe was right. You can't trust a big butt and a smile. That girl is poison. There you go. Listen, whatever. Whoever she ends up with, all the power to them. Like, you you know, because there are people out there that are willing to do that. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, I'll eat it. You can have mine. Like, there are people out there that would do that. It's just like, but you can't expect someone to do that. Like, this poor guy, like, was doing it for three months. He finally... He finally had enough. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, she's doing that shit all the time. It's like, well, bitch, can I fucking is, eat what I want? They were friends since middle school. Have they never hung out or eaten at anywhere before they were dating? Well, had this never happened the thing, before? The things do change when, when you fuck somebody. When you fuck Does somebody. It? Yeah, well, for this woman, well, I fucked, this little, I fucked that little dick motherfucker. He better do <laughs> shit for me now. I got him now. You know, like that. Like that's probably what she was thinking. Like, oh, I fucked them. Oh, well, he's not my boyfriend, so I can't abuse him like this. Now he's my boyfriend. I can. I can take him for everything he's got and fuck with him. That, that's what she was thinking. I'm sure. That's when their relationship changed. When this guy got a little pussy, and he's like, "All right, now I'm gonna fucking just be a bitch yeah. for three months." And he's like, "Man, I found this other girl now. Fuck you, bitch." Well, good for him. I wish we could talk yeah. to him. I, I, I would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even talk to him. Like, dude, why are you, why are you such a fucking woman? What happened to men? Did you hear the last episode? Oh, God. It's Wednesday, people. Uh, No matter how bad things look sometimes in life, you can always rest assured that it'll always be better and it's not permanent because eventually one day we will be at rest. So there you go. I mean, mean, (laughs) seriously, that's how I look at it. Like I said in in the intro, I I, I did give a tip to people. And basically what I said was make yourself ungovernable. Make sure you pay off your debts, pay off your house, pay off your car, have a $0 balance on shit. I know it's tough, but... Work like a Jamaican and get 10 jobs and fucking, you know, save all the money you can. Whatever you can do. Just prepare yourself. Like I said, the the evil is is inevitable. I mean, we're in such a corrupt world run by corrupt people. It, it's inevitable. So take care of yourself and each other. We'll make it to Friday. I promise you that, people. Because the same ones listen to this show. And I love everybody out there that listens. Because I support these people because they support us. So I, I hope everyone has a good day. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm just trying to see some bright side into this whole thing. But until then, you can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, you guys are going to get a song on Friday. <laughs> Look forward to that one. We'll see you.